Welcome to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a platform for women to rise up together in sacred sisterhood. We are here to awaken, empower, and support you in claiming your yes as you step into your truth and divine power as a goddess. We are the healers, the shamans, the wise women, the unicorns, the fairies, and the mermaids who have come together to offer ourselves as messengers for the rise of the feminine. I am your host, Nixie Marie, goddess activist, shamanic artist, and oracle guide. I invite you to take a deep breath, inhaling white, sparkly, pixie-loving light, and exhaling anything that no longer serves you as we sit in sacred council together. Welcome to my tender baby. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to another episode of I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. I'm actually not alone today. I'm very excited to be uh, sharing a very beautiful soul sister of mine. We've got Lizzie Brown on the podcast, CEO of the Yoga Wake Up app. Welcome, Lizzie. Thank you. Hi, everybody. We're really excited to have you on today because as some of the listeners know, I've, I've mentioned what, uh, how much I love the Yoga Wake Up app and we have the, nun, one, like the, the goddess who's created all of this magic. So I'm going to read you know, just a little bit about you and your bio that you shared because I think it's so cute. She sends me this beautiful bio and it's like amazing, so I have to share it. And then you can feel free to just comment on it however you want. Thank but, you. Uh, <laughs> so Lizzie is uh, quite an amazing soul. She's an Aries, and this is what her short bio says. It might be the name, although it's more likely the energy. But everywhere she goes, someone knows Lizzie Brown. Lizzie moved to Los Angeles 14 years ago and got her start in lifestyle PR, representing surf and sportswear brands. In 2007, at 23 years old, she opened up her first PR agency called Del Eruz. Hopefully I said that right. At that time, she credited with launching Lorna Jane in the U.S., as well as Carbon 38 and NUX Activewear. In 2014, Lizzie opened up shop with her husband and launched Kamala Collective, an agency that specialized in app development, PR, and marketing for fitness and wellness brands, through which she then launched brands like Fabletics, among others. In 2017, with her husband, Lizzie co-founded the first ever yoga alarm clock, the Yoga Wake Up app, which Apple subsequently featured in its new apps we love. So we're really excited to have you on. She is like the uh, ultimate boss babe, and we're really going to bring out all that entrepreneurial wisdom, I think, from you today, and uh, we're really happy to have you. So thank you. Thank you so much. So let, let, I want to first start with, like, you're, first of all, you're an Aries, so it makes, it's like no, no question to me that you've been sort of a boss babe most of your life and really started up all these companies. And I just want to hear a little bit about your journey and how you 
found yourself in like PR and what led you to becoming like so motivated and starting your own companies? Sure. It's so funny because when you are in Aries, you don't even realize how different you are in that regard. Um, it just comes naturally to be loud in life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, from a very young age, I actually, I was telling my mom this story the other day and she cracked up. She, she said she doesn't remember this at all. Um, but I had asked around when I was I don't know, maybe like 11 or 12 years old, um, you know, what kind of career could I have where I talk for a living? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said I should do public relations. So I knew from a very young age that that's what I wanted to do. Um, and it obviously is a little bit more than just talking. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot more to it than that. I also very much enjoy writing, um, which is a huge part of it. It comes new basically a science of journalism. Um, but that was always kind of my calling. Um, just being somebody who connects people, mm. who uh, builds relationships, creates relationships, finds, um, you know, what connects people that is, um, you know, what makes them tick and how they can help each other and how they can collaborate. And so I'm so grateful now that, you know, just in the past several years, it's become really trendy and really great to um collaborate because that's something i've always enjoyed doing mm -hmm. and um and now i get to be paid to do that essentially right yeah i think that that you nailed it on the head when you said like it's kind of trending where people are recognizing whether it is a trend or not you know i think as we are all sort of awakening to a lot of, you know, our audience here is very woo woo and esoteric. So we love talking about the ascension and like what's happening and our awakening and what we're all experiencing as we sort of like transition into the golden age. And one of that I like to say too, is like, we are here to collaborate and it takes a village to really make some, make a dream manifest. So I love that you highlight that. Thank you. Yeah collaborating that's what we're doing here it's like let's just hop on and and chat with each other and collaborate on the awesome epic stuff you're doing and let's build it up and like rise up each other's you know queendom i like to say <laughs> well and it's it's great that it's just now getting started it's something that people should you know hopefully continue to do all the time i mean to me it just seems perfectly natural i used to work in pr at an agency, actually a friend of mine, um, who similarly had, um, I guess this is like 10, 15 years ago, we, we were working at agencies where our bosses, it was the opposite. You know, it was very much like, hold your contacts close, don't share them. If people, if people ask you, um, you know, for any inside information, it's kind of like, well, what are you going to do for me? <laughs> and, um, and that I'm just so happy to see that that has shifted. And I'd like to say that I'd hope to think that it has shifted with this generation of people who are coming into the business, which include us. Right. So I'd like to think that we're the ones who kind of created that shift. Mm. Um, you know, millennials get a bad rap, but we're the ones who came in and said, wait, why don't we just not worry about sharing our contacts? Why don't we not worry about, you know, someone else 
potentially stealing our client and instead just enjoy what we do and do it together. That's a really powerful point to bring into the space here too, because, you know, I, I actually want to dive deeper into that millennial topic because there's, you know, the most of our audience here is in that generation and we're all sort of finding our way to mold into society in, in a way where we're not, you know, called certain things that are either, you know, entitled or, you know, egoic or whatever it looks like. I think we did come in here with a voice that was like, wait, things aren't, this doesn't feel right. Like, I don't want to just work for somebody else's, you know, like kind of be a slave to someone else's dream. Mm -hmm. I want to be in a position where I have purpose. And, you know, I think a lot of companies now, at least in my own like business entrepreneurial journey, where it's required to really study like lifestyle and how to bring in purpose into your business and, and a why, you know, mm -hmm. it's not about like, it's not about the, the profit or the money anymore. It's like, what's the purpose behind it? And am I going to be happy? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's great that we're even seeking that, that why word, right? Like we're like, it's, it comes up in every purchase I make. It comes up in people I spend time with. It comes up in, um, you know, how I spend my day. Um, I feel like that's, we're just a lot more, um, I think we're a lot more aware of where things come from, why they are done a certain way and like how, you know, what do I want to support? Right. What is your why? Oh gosh. <laughs> I should have seen that one coming. I know. Right? Set you right up. <laughs> um, typical Aries. My why changes a lot. <laughs> um, but the general, the, the general why, like what keeps me going day to day for me, it's, it's about really just enjoyment and like, does this give me pleasure? Like, does this make me feel good? Um, does this help others and make them feel good? Like I, I definitely, I guess it sounds selfish, but I like, I struggle if the people around me are struggling. So I definitely, um, you know, I just love to see everybody around me happy and, um, you know, it's a good, good kind of selfish. Yeah, right? I think so. Um, Especially as women, too. We're like, oh, we absorb so much. And are you having a good time? Are you having yeah. a good time? Yeah. Um, so day to day, I mean, it's super simple. But is, is this, um, you know, does this feel right? Does it feel good? Is it making a difference? Is it, does it matter? And I try, I try to live by that mm -hmm. every day. I don't think about it too much. Like, I kind of just yeah. do, what, do what feels right. <laughs> so simple. She's like, don't overthink it, guys. It's no When you put me on the spot like that, that's kind of that's my first my first thought is like, is it does it feel good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the you know, that question can take us all like so far and you you saying that I think will definitely support anybody who's considering, you know, starting a business or even taking a leap into a new unknown territory. It's oftentimes that we stop and don't do it because we think too much. Right. And it's like, does this feel good? Or even when you wake up to a job that's consistently not feeling good anymore, what are you going to do about it? 
I've been thinking about that a lot lately because Joaquin is always Joaquin, my husband, business partner, um, all the things. Uh, he is so he loves to ask me questions like, "Where do you see us in five years?" <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> and the last thing is like, "Well, what do you? Where do you see us? Where do you see us in, in five years? Where do you see us in ten years?" And it's because he's he's such a dreamer. He likes to you know kind of just fantasize about what's, you know, where, where life will go. But I'm like, I just think about what's, what's going on right now. What's going on tomorrow and you know, this weekend, stuff like that. I don't know why that is. <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah, it's just kind of keeping things simple. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's good that he, you guys, you guys have that balance, you Definitely. know, and uh, I should think about that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to segue into, of course, we had to talk about this too, you know, some of you guys, well, just heard that she works alongside her husband and they started this business together and I said it in the bio. So I would love to, for you to share what it's like to, first of all, be the boss of your husband. And <laughs> he calls me honey boss. <laughs> and, you know, second of all, what is it like to work and be in partnership with your husband? Yeah. Everything. It's great. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, it's great. We have a great time working together. We're unusual. I think <laughs> we love working together. Um, we work in the office next to each other every day. Then we come home and we raise his son together and do yoga together and all, you know, we like all of it. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just well-matched and we are, like you said, we, we balance each other out. So there's definitely a lot of like, he is very, you know, he's, he's emotional and he's a dreamer. He's more emotional than I am, but then I'm, I, but then he's more logical than I am. It's, it's, you know, it just works. We're, um, we're very similar in a lot of ways. And, and of course, also like, you know, as you get to know a person, right, you're like, oh, wow, we actually, we actually are very different. Like we do have a lot of unique qualities that are, you know, unlike each other. Um, uh, but then our interests are all very similar. And so we, you know, we just have a great time together. Um, and as far as, you know, running a business together, I always tell people this because they're like, shocked like how do you do this how do you work with your husband um so i always make sure to point out that what keeps it pretty simple is that we do very different tasks mm -hmm. um so his job Those roles and responsibilities man yeah like, you've got to work <laughs> oh yeah because here's the thing if you're working on the same thing it's probably a lot easier to kind of go well i do it like this and you know why don't you do it this way but I can't do that with what he does because I don't know how, how to do his job. So, you know, in, in the kitchen, I can tell him how I want him to cook something. Right. Because I know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't tell him how to program because I don't know how. Um, and I can't tell him, you know, how to, like, who to hire um, when it comes to, you know, hire, like for example, like hiring a developer, like he's the one who knows, you know, he knows exactly what to do with that. So he, he's once in a while, like actually he's, you know, he's got great ideas when it comes to PR stuff. Um, 
you know, if he's like reading the news or he'll be like, Hey, you should do this collaboration. Or what do you think about reaching out to? Um, I'm going to put it on this podcast right now. Like he, he says, what do you think about reaching out to um, the Obamas about their new network on their new studio on Netflix? Uh, <laughs> so I mean, so he's like, you should reach out to them. So there are things like that where um, we will overlap once in a while, but for the most part, I do my job and he does his. Mm. You know, you know we, we give each other feedback and we talk about work constantly. Yeah, I bet. Love it. We just talk about it all the time. Well, <laughs> you know, the fact that you guys came together, first of all, and then, you know, tell us about the journey. How did you guys decide that you wanted to start this business and, you know, and how did the yoga wake up alarm really came sure. to fruition? So when we met on the day we met, um, Joaquin, I think was kind of fascinated with the fact that I owned my own business. And I think he was very curious, um, about you know, how I got there and the choices I made that led me up to that. And I didn't know it at the time, but he was kind of like sweating that a bit. Like he was like, oh, okay, this girl, you know, she's running her own thing. Like I gotta get to know her, you know, see how she does this. <laughs> and then um, he, you know, as we started, you know, more seriously dating, I found out that, you know, he had actually taken a leap and, and, you know, quit the job he had been working on. He, he wanted to um, develop iPhone. He taught, you know, pretty much taught himself how to develop for iPhone, um, you know, over the next several years. And then at the time that we met, he was working on an app project of his own, um, which is still kind of, kind of in the works a little bit. Um, uh, it was with a friend of his, um, but he, uh, always wanted to work on his own app. Like that was, that was his dream when he decided to start developing apps. Um, and then I had owned my own business. I had been working, um, I had a business for uh, eight years with a business partner, the Della Ruth, um, and I was doing PR for fitness and wellness brands. And uh, when that business was closing up, um, my business partner and I were parting ways, he was like, hmm, you know, like, let, me, let me tell Lizzie, um, you know, like, let's, let's start something together. So we started our agency together. Um, because Joaquin was like, I, I think I can get app clients and we can, um, you know, start doing this. But the ultimate goal, like in the back of his mind was he wanted to start his own app. So we tried, we started an app way long ago that lasted like a few months, you know, we'd like stay up late and work on it. And, um, that one didn't really pan out. And then we started another app, uh, called find my Yogi that got a tiny bit of traction. Um, it was kind of like a social network for yoga teachers. Like you could follow your teacher to different classes and you know, you know it was definitely like something that I guess we thought of before we learned about class pass and we didn't, you know, we didn't have any funding and it just didn't really take off. And, um, <laughs> and then while we were working on that app, he said, um, let's do, you know, this, this new idea. Yoga Wake Up came about like very organically. Like we were, he was at a yoga class um, that started you off in Shavasana and then eased you out of Shavasana into stretching and then had you up on your feet and then ended again in Shavasana. And he was like, well, this is a lot like coming out of bed. And so he came home, he kind of tested the idea on me, um, out on me. And we, um, he was like, what do you think? 
And I thought it was a really fun idea. I thought it was super creative and different. And um, he said, great, I think I can build it in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so ambitious. I love it. Uh-huh. So, uh, so he did, and we did this Kickstarter for it and kind of just pulled the plug on the other idea. I mean, we had friends that were like, but you've been working so hard on Find Miami. Like, what, why are you doing this? And we just had a really good feeling about it. Yeah. So we moved forward with Yoga Wake Up and it has had traction ever since, like since the first, first week with the Kickstarter. Um, it's never been difficult to explain to people, you know, why it's important. It's the yoga alarm clock. No, there's no other yoga alarm clock. You know, it's, it's the only one. Um, it's one of those things where people are like, oh my gosh, I need that. Um, and it's been really fun. And the teachers, the teachers were so excited about it. We we're like, we couldn't get any teachers to sign up for Find My Yogi. It was so mm-hmm. hard. And teachers were just so excited about Yoga Wake Up, which to us was like ultimate validation. Like if the yoga teachers think it's cool, then it must be cool because they want to reach you that way. Like for them, like that's such an awesome experience to be able to like mm-hmm. teach you yoga in your bedroom the moment, you know, when you wake up, the first person they hear, um, and there's, there's real reward in that. And, you know, just like that easy 10 minutes of stretching in bed, um, or a meditation or affirmation, something that helps you start your day and teachers loved it. So we're like, all right, cool. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a few pointers that you hit here that I want to kind of pull out. And one of which was, you explained how you both tried multiple different apps and it didn't work. And, you know, I just want to bring this piece out and and address how important it is to recognize that for anybody who's an aspiring entrepreneur and really wants to put something out into the world, you most likely will put out one, two, three, maybe four, maybe five things and ideas. And those ideas might not make it. Right. This might not. And I think that <laughs> okay. I think that entrepreneurship is like this, it's like this flashy thing that everybody thinks that is like, oh my gosh, that person was like a millionaire overnight or wow, their business blew up overnight. But it's such a long journey. Yeah. And you know, when you're sharing too how everything just started to align and it felt felt really good the direction that you guys were moving in, to me, that's divine alignment. When everything starts to work. I'll take that. Definitely. Right? Definitely. When things don't work, there might, they might be signs and it's important as an entrepreneur to pay attention to them. Absolutely. Right? You know, not get caught up in like, this has to work. This must look this way. So, yeah. That was just, you know, a big piece of, of what you just shared that I really took away from that. And, you know, just how much, how much work is involved, you know, like, let's talk about that too. Like, what is, you said you had multiple, you had your business before this, like what Mm -hmm. led you to all of that? And what are some challenges you faced and like hurdles you've had to go through? You know, I love that the rawness of those stories too. I think they're so valuable and people need to hear them. They need to hear that, you know, it's not rainbows and butterflies all the time. Right. It's like real work because you're wearing all the hats. You're the, the magician running the show. Yeah. 
I mean, I definitely, I, 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 <laughs> I regularly, and it's also just because this is my personality, but I regularly will just like cry in the office and then I'll be like, all right, I'm better now. I'm good. Let's keep going. Let's, let's just do this. <laughs> Cause you, you do, you definitely hit hurdles and roadblocks. And a lot of them for me are more like emotional stuff. Like, um, you know, your feelings get hurt because it's your person, it's your business. So it sounds, it sounds like it should be separate, but it's not because it's something that you work on day in, day out and it matters to you. And so often I will just, you know, something will rub me the wrong way or, you know, rejection. I mean, you get, there's, there's constant rejection and I'm in PR, so I'm used to rejection. Like I'm, I'm totally used to it, but it's different when you have rejection for your clients versus rejection for your product, you know? So there's, it's, it's deeper. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we just fundraised. Ooh, (laughs) that was rough. It's just, and, and you're not, you're supposed to like pretend it's not rough. I don't really understand that. Um, Like supposedly you're supposed to like be cool with this and, and it's supposed to be like, great. Um, it was fun at first and then it was fun at the end. Like it was our fundraising for the, the app or for yeah. something for else. App. Got yeah. it. We were, we were, we were raising a friends and family round and we did it and it's done and we can feel you know great about it now. Um, and you know, it's, but during it's a heavy thing to, first of all, it's, it's hard to go out and ask for money from people, even when you're giving them equity in a product that you believe in, mm-hmm. which is just a kind of a mind fuck, right? Because like you're offering them something that you believe in, but then, you know, it's, it's hard to deal with that. Like it's just emotionally a little draining. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, you're supposed to pretend like it's not emotionally draining, which again, I haven't figured that part out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know even know what that would look like. I think there's. Well, I think that the what I've read around fundraising is that, and especially because I'm the CEO of of our company, is that as the CEO of a company of any company, you're always fundraising. So these are what this is what I hear. You're always fundraising. So you should be used to this. Like you should like don't. You don't want to be coming from a place of like, glad that's over and never want to do that again, because you're going to have to do it again. Um, and then the other part of that is, um, you're, because you're always doing it, like it's like, you can't, you also can't say, and this didn't really affect me much, but you also can't say like, I need to finish fundraising so I can get back to my real work because that's kind of like you're, because you're always fundraising, mm-hmm. it's part of your job. So it's just something about your job that you're supposed to learn to love. Um, and I'm sure, well, I'm not sure, but maybe it gets easier. Um, maybe it gets easier. But as far as the first round goes, and particularly when you're doing it with friends and family, it's, it's hard work. It's, it's a lot for me to kind of, and I don't know, I feel like especially as an emotional person, like it, it's hard to separate that out, like that part about it being your blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. I think that that's a really powerful thing to say too, because there's so much, I mean, 
there were often times in my past endeavors that I knew it was time for me to ask for support financially, but I was so stuck in my head about it that I didn't. And I created so many stories about, oh, you know, I'm not worth having an investor or, you know, all those things that really, I think, come up when you're on this journey. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if you're building a business or even you're building, um, gosh, you know, I, we're talking about businesses here, but anything, you know, and it requires a level of support and you need, and as women, we get to ask that level of support. There's something inside of us that, you know, it's like this, oh, and, and it just, it becomes this thing and all of our like shadows show up in a sense of. It's like a self-worth thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not supposed to be because first of all, your, your brand, ha your brand is not you, even though it does feel a lot like you. Um, but you've kicked ass, like you've done all of these great things, but then when you turn the tables into the, like it's now I'm on the other end of this, you know, like where you're asking someone for something again, it's all about how you frame it. And for some reason, and it's definitely a woman thing. It's a struggle as a woman. We tend to frame things where it's like, I'm asking you to what donate, but you're not donating. I'm asking you to, I'm giving you an opportunity here, mm -hmm. but, it, but it, it's hard to feel that way about it when you're in the, in the thick of it. And at the end of the day, like you need, you know, you need the, the, the capital. So, um, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a strange experience. It was a good one because I like, I love to learn. Mm -hmm. I love to, do something new. Um, you know, now we've done it. I feel a lot more confident about doing it again. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a new, a new, uh, challenge in yoga wake ups journey that I can now say done. Yeah. <laughs> now I get to move on to other more exciting things that we can do now that we have a little bit of capital. Yes. And you know, do you have any like advice or tips or something you want to share for women out there who know that that's sort of on their path or even just asking for support? Yeah. Um, you, yeah. You, you can't be afraid to ask. You can't um, because it is, it's scary. It's scary and uncomfortable. I mean, there were people who I was like, well, should I ask that? You, know, you, you feel almost like if, am I assuming something if I ask them um, am I assuming something if I don't ask them? So you kind of just have to get comfortable going after it, you know, just, yeah. just go after it. Right. And I know that's like, but how, um, it's, it's something where you just have to kind of like give yourself a pep talk, um, which I was doing daily. Like I was like, okay, okay. Like put me, you know, put me in, I got it. And then I'd like cry and then I got, I got it. And, um, you don't know this, but the day that you and I went to, I think we went to that event like a month or so ago, I was like right in the middle of all of it. And, um, and yeah, I like totally cried in the car for like 20 minutes. Mm. And then, and then I was like, all right, you gotta, you gotta go to this event and like do it. And then I, you know, obviously I was fine. I had a great time and, um, there was wine. <laughs> girl seriously and we were good 
Um, but, and, and the next day was a day of really great things. So it was kind of, it's, you kind of just have to roll with it. I mean, it's another kind of lesson from P, from being in PR. You get, PR is so funny because you'll send out like a hundred pitches and then you'll get rejected by like most of them. And then you'll get like a random reply when you're least expecting it. And it'll be like, oh, you have, I'm interested in writing an article about you for Vogue. And you're like, great. <laughs> so, yeah. so you just have to be, you know, as prepared as you can and just be bold and, and ignite that warrior goddess right inside. Like I, I'm just in awe sometimes of, of how amazing we are and how powerful women are, you know, just because in my own life and I've had a lot of Aries mentors in, you know, I've shared this with you and something that I, I love about you and, and that sign is that you give us permission in a sense to like, just go for it, just walk the path. And I think that's really what the, a lot of fire signs I see. I'm also a fire sign Sagittarius, but we're much more, um, we have like a little bit more of an airy feel to us because we're like, I want to travel and do this and do that. And Aries is like, I'm doing this. I don't care what you say. Like this is happening. Oh yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> you know it's, a, it's a quality that I feel feel if when we embody that, even if we don't have it, but we can learn from other sisters or even men, but I really, you know, this is a podcast for women and <laughs> like, you know, just the fact that you are able to sit there and handle rejection is something that so many people fear. So how do you handle rejection? Like what was your process in, you know, constantly hearing no, and then finally getting that yes, or yeah, like that's like your life. So I mean, it just happened to me today I got, I had something that was in the works, um, for an editorial outlet that I was really excited about. And I was wondering why it hadn't come out yet. And she replied today after I'd followed up and said, um, you know, we've taken a different direction and this is no longer a fit. And I was just like, Oh, so bummed. So I asked for feedback, which the feedback was kind of not helpful. And, um, and, and that's just how it goes and stuff like that happens. And then I thought, okay, well, there are several other avenues to get to this same exact place. The cool thing about PR again is you, and, and I guess it's also just the perspective of it. And this is not just PR, this is in life. You, you have to look at it as like a long game. So it's like today it didn't happen, but like, I know I'm going to get there. And if I like, it's kind of like this, you know, game of chess or, or whatever, like you, you will get there in a year, you will get there in six months. Like if you're building a relationship, it's the same way. Like it, you, you don't just meet somebody and right off the bat ask for what you want. You know, you meet them and you, develop a rapport and, um, you know, eventually they will say, Hey, what, what, how can I help you? And then you ask for what you want. So, right. um, so I think I, with being rejected, I kind of have to look at it as like, not now, but, or what is it? Not if, but when is mm -hmm. that the saying? So it's kind of like, it's not a matter of if, but when I think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's kind of just like, okay, cool. You're not into it right now, but 
I'll get you later. Right. We'll get, we'll get it. Cause, and that's, and that's just where the kind of like determination comes in. Like I, I know that eventually we'll, we'll get it. If it's not that specific thing, you know, we'll find something better. We'll find something different, but, um, I kind of don't wallow. You can't, I mean, like I said, I have a good cry if I need to, and then I move on because yeah. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you know, you don't get things done. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta keep moving. Right. You know, and, and that's where I feel like, you know, a lot of women that I've even worked with in readings or done sessions or just had conversations, you know, there's always this point where like, there's just a a halt, like I'm stuck, like, where do I go? And then we freeze. But I really feel as I'm an empath and I feel so much, and I'm sure you are too, in certain ways, and you classify yourself as, do you? I definitely, I don't know. I'm like, let me just label you right here. (laughs) I definitely feel other people's feelings. I think I actually listened to one of your podcasts about it and and kind of like, if you feel it before you think it. Right. Yeah, there's different, there's definitely different stages to it. And I think, but as a whole, we're all empaths really, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's just about how we, maybe more, some of us are more sensitive than others. So one of the practices that I do is cry, you know, and it like allows me to move energy and, and like, <laughs> like just get out of my way. You know, I need to have a damn good cry. And sometimes, you know, there's moments where I feel crazy. I'm like, I have no reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm crying because, yeah. you know, whatever. So-and-so, but it just, it doesn't even have to be for any reason. It's just something that comes up and it needs to be released and it needs to yeah. be like, like create space for new things to come in. Um, you know, I'm sure you've had this experience, like crying in Shavasana in yoga. It is like so awesome. Yeah. There's been moments that just even (laughs) in that space, you know, being in that like, like open body, Mm -hmm. I'm like fully, yes, I totally know what you feel. And there's nothing in the world. It's like the full surrender moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of you and nothing else. Yeah. But like the time that you get to spend with this moment of surrender. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good. I'm about to cry right now. <laughs> Who else is about to cry? <laughs> so, you know, going back to the, the app, you know, what, what led you guys to do, you, you said you did the yogi wake up and stuff, but like, what got you into yoga and what, um, what's so important to you about sharing yoga to the world? I've been practicing. So, so first of all, I, Joaquin had kind of been practicing a little bit, but I think he really started to get more into it once we met. It just became something we really enjoyed doing together. I kind of, I feel like I started in like a pretty traditional way. I was starting at the gym. I did like one class a week at the gym, like in between spin classes. And then one class became two and then two became three. And then I decided I don't really want to go to a gym anymore. I'm just going to focus on doing yoga you know, almost every day. Um, and now I've actually gotten to a place where it's just part of my life. Like it's not, yeah. it's not like a, I need to perform. I need to go work out. Like I need to, you know, do this class at this time or whatever. It's just like, I just need to like roll out my mat when I feel like it. And, you know, part of why we started yoga wake up is, is really that like to, for it to be 
something that you can do anywhere that feels convenient. Um, you know, most, most people who practice regularly, they know enough about it where they can just kind of practice for 15 minutes here and there. They know the poses that feel great in their body. They know, um, you know, sun salutations, A, B, like they can kind of knock out a practice. Yeah, yeah, I hear from so many teachers that I'm friends with that, you know, they, they don't even go to classes anymore. Like they teach right. classes and then they have a home practice. Um, but that's not the case for most of us. Like most people need guidance. And so I think what Yoga Wake Up really offers is that convenience and that like fit it into your schedule. And I mean, who can argue with 10 minutes in the morning? Mm -hmm. Um, maybe the only thing I've heard is like, oh, well, I have to let my dog out or, oh, my baby wakes me up. And that makes sense. We have bedtime meditations now too. So yeah, I mean, it's stuff that's pretty easy to kind of fit into your day. Um, and I've even heard from new moms that are like, I have no time, but 10 minutes I can do. Um, and I think that's what it's all about. What? Yeah. It's such a gift. Yeah. It's create that space for especially moms you know I'm not a mom yet but it's just like I see moms in their daily life and it's that self time you know is so important no matter what as a woman we have to have that self-care but this the first thing in the morning I and mean, we're all about morning rituals here we talk about them all the time and it's just it's something that shifts your entire day absolutely I totally agree and it makes it, it makes your day. It's like, yeah. I did one of you, I did one of the um, exercises that was, I can, I handle this or something. Yep. And you I, and it, it was really. like during a chapter where I was really being challenged, like constantly every day with the business, it's like, boom, something else, boom, something else, like, like a minefield every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, the only thing that I get to do is like ground myself down in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And every morning I would do my little wake up yoga, yoga, wake up. As long as I didn't get attacked by my man and something else happened, which there's, yeah, that's <laughs> yoga too. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, I'm like, does this count? Cause now I really don't get the credit. And then actually Lizzie shared that if you, if you download this app and then you go to your calendar, you see the days that you actually practiced. And then there's like, you can double tap it if you ended up. Oh. Or triple tap, sorry, triple tap. you triple tap. Triple tap. You're going to triple tap that right right after yeah, you have morning sex. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, just, it, it's different, though. Like, I, I love embracing, like, my man in the morning, but my me time is almost more important to me. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm a little selfish in the morning <laughs> and yes, I want all of that, but I also want me, you know, and I, I get to have this time with myself and these, I, I am affirmations. They became everything I embodied throughout the, throughout the rest of the day as mm-hmm. I did this practice, you know? Mm-hmm. So I am such a strong supporter of, of your development, what you've shared with the world and this gift mm-hmm. that you've brought into the world. I actually was a I remember doing some of the GoFundMe and like never ever or the Kickstarter or whatever you guys, you mm-hmm. did Kickstarter, right? Kickstarter. Yeah. I, did yeah. A Kickstarter. I was like, this sounds really amazing. Like yes to this. And I, I donated something small or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, it's cool to see and be with people in life that are like rising and they're just really putting out beautiful magic to the world. So 
it's it's amazing to have you just shining your light here and and share like all of the journey that you've been through to get here mm -hmm. and the gift that you are so thank you thank you yeah. I think I interrupted you before uh, you were saying something, but I can't remember. We went on a tangent. No, no we're good. We went on a tangent I about morning sex. I want to say I, I, um, I want everyone who downloads the app to check out a wake up on the app by Emily Purs, and it's called Embody the Goddess. Oh, yes. It's a visualization. It's pretty sweet. And we actually launched it uh, on International Women's Day. So um, earlier this year, and um, but it's on there all the time, and whenever you need like a extra boost, it's a good one to listen to. Perfect. So when let's say someone downloads the app, mm -hmm. can they? So they set it up. Like, tell me how it works. Navigate me through it. Yeah. Uh, so you can download the app right now. Um, we are on iPhone only, and we're launching Android in July. You download it, you go through an onboarding quiz that's super fun. It gets your preferences from your music preferences to you know how uh, experienced you are in yoga, um, what kind of practices you prefer, if you prefer meditations, how you like to wake up. And then we recommend two wake-ups to you for free, and those are free for you forever. And um, you know you can set at that point, you can set any of those. Um, for an alarm for the next morning. And then you can also fall asleep to a free yoga nidra um, uh, practice. And if you decide you wanna unlock all the content, it's $6.99 a month or $46.99 for the year. There's also a six month tier in there. And um, in unlocking all the content, there's you know probably, uh, we're getting to, I think we have about 200 different wake ups on the app. Um, there's stuff for kids, prenatal, postnatal, mm. um, and a lot of meditations, a lot of like visualizations, um, that you can do like right when you wake up, some of them will ask you to roll out the mat next to the bed the night before and have you moving around, um, and doing a yoga practice next to your bed. My favorite ones are the ones that are in bed. You'll do like super juicy stretches, like side stretches or um, child's pose, like one of my favorite things to do is just like you roll onto your belly and go back into child's pose. It's just like a really nice release for your low back mm. when you wake up and, um, it goes off like an alarm and you can either do that or if you don't wake up with, with an alarm, um, like we almost every day we wake up about 10 minutes before the alarm goes off. Like, oh, okay. Um, so then you can just hit play now and just start as soon as you wake up. And they're all between five and 15 minutes. So it's, you know, just enough to loosen up the body, um, give you some kind of intention to set for the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's also, and this isn't something that we planned, but given where we are um, with the times, uh, it keeps you from scrolling through social media when you wake up. So when we launched the app three years ago, I don't think it was an epidemic, mm -hmm. but it is now. Mm. So it's really nice. Like a lot of people tell us, okay, I'm using the app in the morning and I'm not scrolling through social media because you can't scroll through your phone when you're look, not looking at it, you know, and it's audio only. So that's been really huge. And I, I, I hope that we're really making a difference in people using their phones in a healthier way.
Well, that's, you know, you are because you've created a solution to that exactly, you know, and I didn't even think about that actually now that you mention it. And it's so, it's, it is challenging, especially as, you know, doing online related things and wanting to like wake up right away and check to see how many followers that like I got mm -hmm. over the night or, mm -hmm. you know, how many people liked my photo or whatever. And it's just, it's so silly. And we had this conversation actually with one of my friends, Jeremel, who was on the podcast and he shared about his morning practice and, you know, it just, it shifts your entire day. If you start scrolling in the morning, then comes oh, yeah. the person, then comes the yucky feeling, exactly. and it's like, well, my life doesn't look like that life. That person's life exactly. going into my day like really resentful because all this stuff, right? Yeah, it actually like spikes your cortisol. I mean, it's there's there's it's not not a good thing. Yeah, it's um, so. Yeah, you have provided a solution in that sense, and you know, now we're giving you endorphins instead. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I was also going to mention, you guys, you know, you, we play really awesome music here. Well, they have pretty much the same vibes and tunes on the Yoga Wake Up app. So that was something that I really loved, waking up to music in the morning. It's just such a refreshing thing to just wake up and be like, oh, this song is so good. Like, yes, I want to wake out of bed and, and get wake out of bed, wake up and get out of bed or just sit, sit in bed and like breathe and feel my body and connect to my body. And it's, it's a game changer. Awesome. You, you guys yeah. are all going to experience it. So Lizzie actually has, before we um, wrap this up, she has a, actually I have a few questions before we do, but I'm going to ask for you to share uh, what you are going to offer Goddess Nation by, uh, if they sub subscribe to the, to the app. Awesome. The yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So if you, uh, Nixie will have it in the notes, um, a link that you can follow to the app. So just, um, click that link from your phone and it will download yoga, wake up and, um, you'll go through the onboarding quiz or actually, sorry. Click that link on your phone and download Yoga Wake Up, and it will it'll send you to a subscription page that offers the one year, normally $46.99, $12 off, so for $34.99, which is basically 25% off. You can also get $2 off the monthly subscription or um, $5 off the six-month subscription. So that's a special deal for listeners. Yay. Thank you so much. Such cool. an awesome epic gift for you all to experience it experience yeah. magic so i have a couple more questions for you love okay so what is um what is it like and what does being a goddess mean to you especially in business i think that being a goddess to me is following your intuition you know trusting trusting your gut, trusting that things will work out, but also making, taking the strides you need to take to, to do that. So taking ownership and, and having accountability. So it's sort of this balance of trusting and also going after it mm. and not waiting. Yeah, I love that. And that's in business and, and pretty much cross all elements of our lives. Yeah. Very powerful. Thank you. So we love to leave a beautiful song at the end of the podcast. I don't know if you noticed 
listen to some of the others. So I get to ask you a song that you would like to maybe introduce to our listeners or just play at the end of it. Uh, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. So okay. Any, any song? Any song. You just tell me what it is. It's a new song <laughs> by Leon Bridges. Take me to the river. It's called The River. The River by Leon Bridges. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me cry as soon as it starts playing, but it's like happy tears. So we're all going to cry happy tears <laughs> has been on the podcast and uh, we're all going to listen to Leon Bridges River. All right, sisters. Well, thank you again so much, Lizzie, for sharing all your wisdom. And uh, I know that it's going to just really inspire other women to go after it and get out there and shine their light so, and be the goddess that you are. So I love you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Yes, absolutely. All right, sisters. I love you so much. I see you. I feel you. Until next time. Bye. Been traveling these wide roads for so long My heart's been far from you Ten thousand miles gone Oh, I want to come here and give you Every part of me But there's blood on my hands And my lips are unclean In my darkness, I remember Mama's words reoccur to me Surrender to the good Lord And then wipe your slate clean Take me to your river I wanna go A go Take me to your river I want to know Dip me in your smooth waters I go in As a man with many crops Come up for air As my sins flow down the Jordan Oh, I want to come here and give you every part of me But there's blood on my hands And my lips are unclean Take me to your river I want to go Go Take me to your river, I wanna know. I wanna go, wanna go, wanna go. I wanna know, wanna know, wanna know. Wanna go, wanna go.